Welcome to the Thriving Minds Podcast with your host, Walter Parada, and here we'll focus on our personal development. You know, growing up, school was something I always struggled with quite a bit, and a lot of emphasis was always put on grade performance. Since my grades weren't always good, this naturally made me feel inferior. Later on in high school, I started realizing and gaining confidence in myself that school grades would not predict or determine my overall success in life, but I would determine it by how I choose to respond to each situation I encountered. Traits such as grit, composure, vision, emotional intelligence, and initiative cannot be measured on an exam, but I was developing these traits each time I struggled and continued to push through. I was fascinated by those who failed and bounced back from it, such as James Harrison of the Pittsburgh Steelers, who was undrafted out of college and cut four times before helping his team win a Super Bowl, or Walt Disney, a man of vision and grit that made Disney World a reality for millions of people to experience, even though he was fired from the newspaper he worked for because they told him he wasn't creative enough. I wanted to hear more stories like this, but much of our society is only concerned with the success and not the road to get there and the failures along the way. I wanted to learn more about how these people developed themselves. When I first started working, people around me expected me to know what I was doing right away or they just watched me fail. I tell myself, why does it have to be this way? And realize I was not personally developed enough to handle these situations with composure. So if I went through this, I'm sure others have too. I decided I want others to have resources that I wish I had to equip myself for the journey in life. A classic sink or swim can cause great talent to get away if patience isn't shown. Look to the USC football program that Pete Carroll coached from 2001 to 2008, where he helped produce 25 first-team All-Americans, only for much of those All-Americans not to perform well in the NFL. What many of the players said that was different from their time with Pete Carroll in the NFL was Pete Carroll created an environment that was fun and tailored to the player's strength, while the NFL did not. My focus is now on personal development so others can thrive in life. Personal development is any time we consciously make the effort of improving ourselves, which can include handling our emotions, handling our struggles, talents, acquiring knowledge or skills, but can go beyond that. Our personal growth allows us to become the best version of ourselves, building our confidence to handle any situation we face. It is a lifetime commitment that improves the overall quality of our lives. When we decide to personally grow, we are making an investment in ourselves. Legendary billionaire investor Warren Buffett says, The best investment by far is anything that develops yourself, and it's not taxed at all. Nobody can take away what you've got in yourself, and everybody has a potential they haven't used yet. Warren Buffett invested in himself early in life when he spent $100 for a public speaking course to overcome his fear of talking in front of others. Because of this investment, he effectively speaks well to the shareholders and when he's been interviewed. Investing in yourself is not a daunting prospect. Address whatever you feel your weaknesses are and do it now. Whatever you want to learn more, start doing it today. Don't put it off to your old age. Improving ourselves is more accessible than ever through online courses, certificate programs, or professional development groups that can help you develop your skills. A few questions you should look to answer is, ideally, what would I be doing with my time and energy? How can I get what I want to do with my time? What changes do I need to make to do so? The results of improving ourselves is a richer life, not just in terms of money, but of experiences. It makes us happier and live fulfilled and allows us to reach our biggest dreams and aspirations which come through the skills and experiences we gain. It keeps us motivated, provides us sense of direction, makes us more confident, and increases our creativity. For us to grow, we must know what we are aiming for to provide a clear path on how we can get there, which will help us have a more fulfilled life. To start the journey of our personal growth, 
we must create a personal vision of our life. Write down how you envision yourself in six months, a year, five, 10, 15 years from now. Develop the vision for your life so you know if you're heading in the right direction. Without developing your vision, you'll be stuck in what you know or live in the vision of someone else's. Being clear on where you're going is vital. Without clarity and having a clear destination in mind, you face confusion, feeling stuck, and inability to make decisions. When you have a vision for your life, making choices become much more obvious as you're able to identify which ones will get you to what you envision. Your vision will remind you of your why. It will inspire and help you connect back to your reasons for your journey. It will keep you from giving up on yourself. Have your vision written down and look at it every day as unconsciously it forces you to think about it. Commit to it, hold steady, and work towards it. How can we become what we don't see? So we should work on visualizing what we see ourselves becoming no matter how vague it is. Constant working on it will refine what you're looking for. We must remember things may not turn out exactly how we envision it or the deadline we put on it as it could be much better than expected. These targets can help motivate and keep you on track to reaching them. Reflecting on your vision periodically helps cement the vision in your long-term memory, which increases your chance of reaching it. Once we have a vision for our lives, we must evaluate our strengths and weaknesses and be honest with ourselves. Self-reflection is an important part of our personal development. Knowing where we are can help us figure out how far we need to go. Some examples of personal development skills include communication, work ethic, initiative, leadership, organization, problem-solving, resilience, confidence, and integrity, to name a few. As we work on improving ourselves, let's make sure to write down the obstacles in our way, the steps we are taking, and the progress we are making. Reevaluate and adjust your targets as needed to better align with your growth. Life is full of surprises that can impact the strides you make. We must embrace the uncertain times and changes by adapting instead of becoming frustrated and bitter when things don't play out as expected. How we respond when things don't go as expected is more telling of ourselves than when growth actually occurs. How well we handle coming up short in our development is actually predictive to how much we will grow. This is because we either take one of two paths, which is we stop looking to improve ourselves because it feels too difficult, or we find a way to continue to push past what is difficult until we break through. Look to retired professional snowboarder Sean White, who said at a young age he would compete with his older brother at everything, whether it was snowboarding, skateboarding, ping pong, or video games, and his older brother would always beat him. Sean would get mad about it, but he would look to figure out how to beat him until one day he did. The foundational work helped him venture off into different things, which include being an entrepreneur that owns several companies. No matter what path we choose to take, there will be high and low points throughout our lives that we should learn how to manage and look to see how we can learn from it. We should focus on strengthening and conditioning our minds to live empowered. In sports, a strength and conditioning coach can improve the performance of competitive athletes by using training exercises. Many athletes who have a brilliant natural ability but who lack fitness or work ethic end up not achieving their true potential, which is why a strength and conditioning coach can help unleash their potential. For it to be effective, the trainings must be done consistently. A week or two of not doing it properly can severely impact the performance of an athlete. We all can apply the same concept for our minds. Each of us has a unique mind with our own strengths and weaknesses, and we should all find a a program that can help tap into our potential. The program is a plan of action with a long-term aim, and what might be right for you may not yet exist. This should not discourage you, but work to formulate your own to find what fits your needs. Many times, an established program works well as a starting point. Many strength and conditioning programs in athletics will customize workouts to meet the needs of athletes. Those looking to gain weight versus those looking to lose weight will have different workout regime. For us to find the right program for each of us, we must ask ourselves, what do we want of ourselves and in life, and how can we prepare for these expectations? This could be wanting to start and run a successful business, 
with expectation out of life to create without being told what to do. This requires gaining knowledge and skills by taking on new challenges. The program should include trainings to continuously learn, adapt, and withstand difficult and uncertain times. What can be included to prepare to run a business is understanding to manage money, what makes a product sell, advertising, understanding people and the behaviors, doing intense workouts to build mental toughness, and continuously read on different subject matters to keep the brain active. Or it could be serving others to help make their lives better with the expectation of life being more meaningful. To do so, one should improve their communication and problem-solving skills as it will be required to make an impact on people. One of the most pivotal things we can do is daily visualize what we want to accomplish and how we will do it. Set 10 to 15 minutes each day to visualize one thing we will accomplish. It's natural to think of all the obstacles that come our way. Let's not allow these obstacles to become so big in our minds that it inhibits us from moving forward. If it does, we become satisfied with mediocrity. To overcome this, we must envision ourselves victorious. The key is to make our positive vision stronger than anything that can set us back. If we can't picture ourselves accomplishing what we want, then we probably won't accomplish it. The more vivid our vision, the better it will work for us. Get as detailed as possible to include exactly how things will unfold, what will be said, how we'll handle ourselves using all our senses, see it, smell it, hear it, feel it, and taste it. Maybe closing your eyes may help or writing it down. Writing daily affirmations helps our minds to get into the future mode. When we write affirmations, write in present tense and be careful not to write too many. Start with I followed by something that we wish we had accomplished already or how we want to be in the future. I have several large farms and ranches that produce food in a sustainable way that benefits the people on the planet. The trick behind it is that our brain cannot differentiate between what is already true and what is fiction. Your brain will think that you already own these large farms and ranches. You'll start acting accordingly unconsciously. If you manifest it and think of a posture that incorporates a specific affirmation very well, your body will also save, and the more often you do it, the quicker you'll be able to get into the mindset of your future self. Another way of visualizing your future is to create a vision board. Approach it with a curious and open mind, and try out different options so that you find what works best for you. The great thing is it can be done anywhere and anytime. Our mind is truly powerful, so keep exploring and create the life we want with the help of visualization. Muhammad Ali famously said, If my mind can conceive it and my heart can believe it, then I can achieve it. Jim Carrey was said to write a check to himself of over $10 million every night when he was not yet famous. Aim to make the preparation harder than what you expect the real scenario to be, because when you do, everything is measured against what is most difficult. And when the preparation is the most difficult, we convince our minds that we are ready and increase our chance of accomplishing what we set out for ourselves. This is critical to focus because in order to achieve deep and meaningful focus on anything, you can't have self-doubt in your thoughts. You need to know not only that you're prepared, but you need to know that you're the most prepared you can possibly be. The most important thing is to believe you're doing this. Because if you don't, you won't believe you can win or succeed when it matters. It's a critical component of fear management. There's no way to overcome fear of something without having confidence that you've done everything you can to prepare. With research, fear can dissolve and your performance can improve. Some tips to adopt this mentality is focus on quality over quantity and not be worried about how many hours we put in, but how much progress can be made each time we work at something. This can be done by cutting out the distractions and inefficiencies to allow our energy to effectively be used with the task in front of us. Always have a plan for each practice session to optimize time to improve ourselves. Simply running to get faster may not get the desired result, but running for an hour followed by 10 50-meter sprints can. Never assume that talent is enough, 
prepare as though success is dependent only on the work that is put in. The late great Kobe Bryant at the age of 12 had zero points in the summer basketball league and this fueled his tremendous work ethic to the point he was obsessed with it. His success had everything to do with his hard work. Once an adequate skill level is reached, specialized by breaking it down into parts in order to get better at each part individually, such as one can be a good hockey player without having a great slap shot. Specialized by training the slap shot in isolation before incorporating. Practice without fear of embarrassment, as this is the main reason we avoid taking risk. We can overcome this by embarrassing ourselves constantly in practice until it no longer bothers us. And once we can do that, we tear down what holds us back. Jerry Seinfeld, in one of his early stand-up performance, bombed and three guys heckled him during the performance. He then analyzed what happened and learned what to do next time. And this helped him move past that experience. As we develop, always train from a position of disadvantage as it forces us to expand and grow. This method helps us become comfortable with difficult things, which helps us take on constant challenging opportunities. Many defense alignment in football will take on two and sometimes three people to block them in practice to help them get better. And in times when it's one-on-one, the defense alignment has developed an advantage. Using these tips builds an extremely strong work ethic. And when we become tired, our minds are the ones that allows us to overcome the fatigue that sets in. Make it a habit to stay prepared. That way we don't need to get prepared, which allows us to capitalize when opportunity presents itself. It constantly sharpens us mentally that makes us handle well changes or tough situations. If we prepare relentlessly every day to get a little bit better at what we do, we can one day become a champion in sports, business, and in life. So how are we preparing ourselves to be the best we can be? Michael Jordan has credited developing his mental side of the game that gave him a greater edge. In Game 6 of the 1998 NBA Finals in a hostile road environment, Michael Jordan was suffering from food poisoning and vomiting the night before. Throughout the game, he was dehydrated, fatigued, and had a high fever. Michael makes the game-winning shot with 5.2 seconds left in the game, and the Chicago Bulls won 87-86 against the Utah Jazz for their sixth NBA title. The preparation that season and seasons prior made the game-winning moment possible, even though physically he was not at his best. He had practiced that shot thousands of times that season. It was the mental side that helped him overcome what he was facing. The muscle memory that he built freed him up from having to think about it. He merely just reacted the way he practiced. Repetition is the mother of skill, and the more we can repeatedly do something well, the more skill we develop and confident we become in ourselves. Nick Saban, the head football coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide, tells his players, don't practice it until you get it right, but practice it until you can't get it wrong. This builds the muscle memory where we can perform and act with little conscious effort as the more we repeatedly perform in action, it activates neurons in certain parts of our brain. Look to the people you admire and see what they do on a daily basis for ideas. Research and create your own training program to find what works for you. What works for someone else may not work for you. Just begin to act and when we do so, we become empowered. No longer do we just hope or wish for things to happen for us, but we make it happen for us. And even when we stumble and fall, we can rebound knowing we have prepared ourselves for these times. This gives us great confidence in everything we do moving forward. Changes are no longer as daunting as they seem. To build the mindset we want, it starts by choosing what we focus on. We choose what thoughts we are fixated on, along with what and how we speak. So we must be aware of our thoughts, how we speak in terms of what is said, our behaviors and actions because they then become habits. Develop the proper self-talk to get your mind in the right place. We know what words we need to hear to perform well, so let's use it when we talk to ourselves. Focus on what can be done and not on the can't. We all have a certain amount of energy and we are the ones that determine how we use it. So if we spend our time complaining, fearing, or worrying about things, 
Our energy is spent on them, leaving us less energy to finding solutions and acting on it. If we are constantly complaining about our circumstances, then this negativity will roll over into different parts of our lives, making us feel helpless. We have the choice of focusing on the problem or finding solutions. Once we start focusing on solutions, we become the driver of our lives. When we spend our energy on what can be done and act upon it, we increase our chance of making progress. Each day we focus on what is within our control, it gives us great satisfaction knowing we are seizing opportunity. The things out of our control are just mental barriers. A great way to help focus is having a daily priority list with a maximum of four things that needs to get done and make sure to write down enough details to remember the content. This can help grab your attention. I doubt you'll schedule time to complain on this list. Another great resource is keeping a journal which can help unload the thoughts on your mind and help you recharge and refocus. In pursuit of improving ourselves, we must remember that we are in a fluid state and setbacks that occur are part of the process. During these times of setbacks, whether mistakes or failures, we should embrace these moments and look to them and see what we learned. The more we accept and learn from these moments, the more comfortable we become in improving ourselves. We must let go of the limiting beliefs that prevent us from taking action and not worry about what others think. When the limiting beliefs such as doubts creep in, ingrain in your thoughts why you can do it and say it out loud as what you think and what you say eventually can happen. Let's fixate that everything we do to accomplish something is a process and must focus on the daily action required to also known as process thinking. This requires intentionally being present in the moment, which empowers us to take small actions now which can move them toward larger goals that are not yet on the horizon. Break down large tasks into small and manageable pieces that can be repeated consistently until expertise is achieved and the task can be completed quickly and simply. The process is really what you have to do day in and day out to improve. You must define the standard that you want and work toward it, adhere to it, and do it on a consistent basis. The things such as being responsible for your own self-determination, having a positive attitude, having great work ethic, having discipline to be able to execute on a consistent basis, whatever it is you're trying to do, those are the things that you try to focus on with the aim of being all that you can be. The mental and behavioral practices for building character are the most important needed to achieve the unthinkable. Each and every one of us can individually set out to achieve our wildest aspirations. To do this, we must focus all of our energy in the present moment on what it takes to get there. Everything we do matters, so make sure to pay close attention to the meticulous details. Concentrating on the results alone will not produce them without the required work. The fundamentals to improve ourselves is forming and keeping good habits because it makes us take action. The fundamentals to improving ourselves is forming and keeping good habits because it makes us take action and perform regularly. Habits are what we constantly do without having to think about it, whether good or bad. It's what we revert to in any situation we react to. Evaluate what habits you have and find out if they suit you. It could be complaining after things don't go our way and we can change it by looking to see what went wrong and how we can correct it for next time. Your habits will determine how far you will go. The visualization and work we put in must be supported by great habits. To form the habits you want or eliminate certain ones, you must consistently do behaviors to form these habits. Most changes are made in increments that we do not notice on a daily basis, but over time we notice these changes. Think of your growth similar to a tree. Each day the growth can be unnoticeable, but over a period of years and even some months, the growth stands out. And for us to grow, we must feed that growth. It does not just happen by waiting for it to come to us. Seek information and experiences that promote it. Challenge yourself in different aspects of your life, and you'll find a great sense of resourcefulness that will serve you. There will be times when we take three steps forward and four steps back, but work to continue to make progress. 
Our growth works by expanding and contracting and then settling before continuing to expand and contract. We all have the ability to accomplish what we desire, but it requires being committed to the collective required work. To set out what we want to accomplish, we need to ask ourselves if we are willing to put in the amount of required work. The difference between a hobby and a commitment is a hobby is doing things when it's convenient. A commitment is taking no excuses. You find a way to do it. So if you're unsatisfied with the results, ask yourself, is it a hobby or a commitment you're after? This will tell you how likely you are of accomplishing what you want. Remember that you should enjoy the process because you will spend way more time in the pursuit than at the destination. Doing things merely for the reward can set up for a disappointing experience and outcome as the process will become unenjoyable. And if you fall short, resentment can creep in as you may feel that the work put in was wasted, which can deter you from growing after something in the future. Be conscious as to why you are doing something so you can picture if you will enjoy the process of doing it. Think about what collegiate and pro football involves, where the players prepare way more than they actually play the game in front of fans. The majority of the time, the players are lifting weights, running, and practicing. It is estimated that college players spend 20 hours or more a week preparing, whereas professionals spend 50 hours or more a week preparing for a game that only has live action of 13 minutes and 30 seconds once a week for a third of the year. So if any of these players do not enjoy the preparation involved, it can be a miserable experience to reap the rewards of playing. We should constantly aim to challenge and expand our thinking and prepare for the next obstacles we will face. Look to acquire new information and experiences, and you'll notice a more enjoyable path in your life's journey. We must understand that in strengthening and conditioning ourselves, it will be hard and painful at times. The thoughts of, I can't do this, it's too hard, or I'm not good enough may creep in, and you must find a way to push past that. Remind yourself that if these thoughts do arise when things are hard, that it means growth opportunities right in front of us. So begin to associate difficult things with growth, and once we can do that, we are ready to take on whatever comes our way. And in the moments of being unsure or not knowing what to do next, your drive will help you find out what to do. Strive to thrive. No longer do we just want to survive, but thrive in what we are doing. Check out thrivingminds.live for more information to strengthen and condition your mind. It is a great resource to aid in your personal development. Again, that is thrivingminds.live. Thanks again for listening.